Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? It sounds simple, but it's a question that you might not have carefully considered before. How do you define yourself? Who do you identify as? What do you say when someone asks you, tell me a bit about yourself? The answers to those questions are really significant. They reveal what is most important to you, your goals and your purpose. Who do we want to be? Who are we? Your identity is made up of multiple facets, each representing a different part of your life, each a part of who you are. You might describe yourself in some of the following ways. I'm a student. I'm an apprentice. I'm a carpenter. I'm an accountant. I'm a reader. I'm a musician. I'm a cook. I'm a soccer player. I'm a brother. I'm a daughter. I'm a friend. I'm a helper. I'm a leader. We all have different roles and different components of our lives that make up who we are. That unique combination is what makes you, you. But for you and me, there's more to it than that. Transcending all of our temporal identities is a master identity, encompassing every aspect of our lives. I am a follower of Christ. That's who I am. That's who I aspire to be. That underpins my life. The question for us is, is that our primary identity? Does being a follower of Christ come first? Does that override all other parts of who we are? Do we relate most to that title? Or do we relate more to our job title? To our qualifications? Our skills? Our hobbies? Our abilities? Our relationships? What do we answer first to the question, tell me about yourself? Jonah provides us with the perfect example the sailors ask him in Jonah chapter 1 verse 8, Tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us? What is thine occupation, and whence comest thou? What is thy country, and of what people art thou? Jonah, they say, tell us a bit about yourself. Jonah answers, I am an Hebrew, and I fear Yahweh, the God of heaven, which hath made the sea and the dry land. It didn't matter to Jonah what his occupation was. He identified as part of the chosen people of God, and he chose God in return. I am a Hebrew, and I fear Yahweh. That's who I am. In fact, it's not about me, so let me tell you more about Yahweh. He is the God of heaven, and he made the sea and the dry land. How do you define yourself? What is the central aspect of your identity? Is your God so much a part of you and your purpose that he forms your identity? Do you tell people that a believer in God and a follower of Christ is who you are? Identity is important because it influences our actions. It's a loop because our actions then affirm who we are. Think about our previous examples. I'm a student. Therefore, I go to school. I study. I learn. That makes me a student. I'm a soccer player. Therefore, I play soccer. I train. I exercise. That makes me a soccer player. I am a pianist, therefore I play piano. I practice, I perform, that makes me a pianist. This feedback loop provides a template for creating an identity. The first step is to work out who you want to be. Work out what that person would do, then do those things. If I am a follower of Christ, then I follow Christ. I listen to what he said. I learn from what he taught. I follow his example. That's who I am, that's what I do. 
What if we take that a step further? What if, rather than identifying as a follower of Christ, we identify with Christ? A follower of Christ is one step removed. Christ is the real deal, the end goal. Think about the words of Paul in Galatians 2 verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul identified with Christ. He saw himself as having died with Christ and then living with Christ, having Christ in him. He wrote to the Philippians, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Think about the flow-on effect of identifying with Christ as having Christ in you. How do you affirm that identity of being one with Christ? You do what Christ would do. You say what Christ would say. You be Christ to those around you. Those around you see Christ in you. You manifest the character of our Lord and therefore of our God as perfectly as you can. Isn't that our goal? Isn't that the goal of creation? Aside from how you would treat others, think about how you would treat yourself with Christ in you, identifying with Christ. You wouldn't want to put yourself or Christ in harmful situations. You wouldn't want to expose yourself to negative influences. You would want to keep the very best spiritual environment around yourself, around your Lord. Would you put that material before the eyes of your Lord? Would you take him to that event? Would you put him in that situation? Paul said, Christ liveth in me. We take Christ with us to the places we go in our lives. Paul wrote in Romans 13 verse 14, Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfil the lusts thereof. Dare we provide opportunities for the flesh when we identify with our Lord, when he lives in us? Doing so would fundamentally clash with who we have chosen to be. This might seem like a new concept, but it is not at all. Identifying with Christ is the foundation of our salvation. That's what baptism is all about. For as many of you as have been baptised into Christ, have put on Christ. We put the old man to death, being crucified with Christ. We are then resurrected to a new man, with Christ. Now we live a new life with Christ in us. Thus the chasm between our old sinful man and our perfect God is bridged. We identify with Christ. We appear a sinless, perfect man. We no longer live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Who you think you are is who you will become. If your primary identification is with a soccer player, then that is who you will be, and that is all you will be. Skilled with a ball, maybe, but mortal and destined to die. Identify with Christ. Affirm that identity by doing what Christ would do, by living with him in you, and you will become like Jesus. Your mortal corruptible body will be transformed into an immortal, incorruptible body. You will be perfected, made sinless and glorious, when he returns and judges the earth. Soon we will face our Lord at the judgment seat. Who we choose to be now is who we will become for eternity. So, ask yourself, who do you think you are?